podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome back to another edition of Across the Pond Sports Podcast. Um, got a great show lined up for you. We've got Joe back. Um, so we're going to talk a lot of baseball, bit of basketball, bit of football, um, but a lot of baseball, especially the last weekend of Major League Baseball this weekend and the playoffs starting next week. Um, so lots to talk about there. Um, if you want to get us on social media, at ATP Sports Pod on Twitter, search for us on Facebook and Instagram, uh, just search Across the Pond Sports Pod, um, and email if you want to get us on there, ATP at cjd.me.uk. Yeah, the show seems to be going from strength to strength. Uh, we're getting a lot of listeners um, from all over uh, the United States and here in the UK. Um, Colorado's certainly been a big one that's come up over the last few weeks for obvious reasons, I assume. Uh, lots of California, Texas. Yeah, we're, we seem to be big everywhere. Virginia still pulling strong numbers as well. Um, here in Scotland, um, some big numbers as well. And London. Um, love having listeners from London. Uh, so big there as well. Um, like I say, show's going from strength to strength. Um, we've had Katie on. Uh, we've got Joe today. Uh, we've had Ryan on and Jordan in the past as well. So um, we'll just keep rotating the guests and having people more on, more fresh content uh, for you guys to to have as well, which is always good. Um, remember, the show is brought to you by Fanatics. So for all your fan gear, uh, NFL, MLB, NBA, whatever that may be, um, just click on the link uh, that we have in the description of the podcast or go to our social medias uh, and just click on the link. It'll take you straight uh, to Fanatics. Uh, there's some big discounts on there just now, free delivery and all that kind of stuff as well. So uh, go on, have a look uh, and get some new fan gear. It's Christmas coming up after all. So as much as having three kids, um, I don't want to talk about Christmas, uh, but it's coming up. Uh, they're already talking about it. Um, we've not even had a Halloween yet. Um, so um, yeah. Get on there, get to Fanatics, um, it supports the podcast as well, uh, so it'll be great if you can. Uh, but we'll get on with the show now, uh, so we've got Joe coming in uh, right after this. Okay then, so we've got Joe back on the show um, for another edition of Across the Pond. Um, great to have Joe back. Uh, you did episode four with us um, and it was a pretty successful show. One of the most popular shows that we've had. Um, so thanks for that and thanks for coming back on. Um, have oh, you thanks up, for having me. Have you been up to much since? Uh, no, absolutely nothing. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, just, uh, you know, we're in California. We're still all holding pretty steady, um, kind of like you guys, really. And uh, uh, are the fires started to die down that you guys had? Because you, you showed me some pictures and they were pretty horrific. Yeah, yeah, they've died down. We've got blue sky now. Uh, I mean, there's, there's still fires uh, and you can, uh, well, you've been to the house. You look over the river and you can barely see it, but we're not getting the smoke in in town now we've got uh we've got big heat wave coming in this weekend where we're going to be ab- above 100 degrees again uh so that might that might change things a little bit because it makes everything stale and uh, we'll see we'll see how it goes yeah, it dry, dries everything right out um one thing I, I i did tell you this earlier in the week but one thing that i thought was hilarious this week um was your grandson cooper 
um, was sleeping while I was getting ready for work. And as I'm getting dressed and getting myself all kind of sorted for work, um, he's kind of rolling about in the bed, getting restless. And then all I heard was out of him was, I'll help you, Grandpa. And he was totally dead to the world, totally asleep, and just came out with that, that one line. And <laughs> myself and my wife, Rachel, um, we were just in stitches. We, we were trying not to laugh because we didn't want to wake him up because it was like 6 a.m. Yes. <laughs> uh, but it, it was hilarious because um, obviously he only really gets to see, you know, on video calls um, that we do every so often. Um, but we just thought it was so hilarious that he, he just kind of came out with that one line. Ah, bless him. Uh, he's, uh, yeah, he, he's one in a million. Uh, <laughs> he's a bit mental, let's be honest. But uh, especially <laughs> when you do the video calls, and I'm sure other families are the same. Um, whenever you do video calls and stuff, the kids kind of act up a bit and kind of do a bit of showing off. This kid, he just runs about the living room, um, jumping and jumping on his brothers and everything else. So, um, yeah, I'm sure other people probably have similar um, circumstances as well when uh, they're doing video calls with families. Um, we shall uh, <laughs> get on, though, with Major League Baseball. Um, so this is the final week or the final weekend uh, of Major League Baseball. There is a lot to be played for, especially with the new playoff format um, that they've got. Uh, we'll, we'll quickly go over the, the playoff format first of all. Um, so there used to be a one-game wild card, uh, kind of winner takes all and, and, and moves on onto the kind of what you would probably class as the proper postseason after that. Um, however, now there'll be a best of three wild card series. Um, they now have sixteen teams in the playoffs um, instead of what was it before? It was like uh, five or six from each conference. Yes, uh, yeah, it was six. Yeah. Uh, so um, they've added a couple of teams. Uh, to the to the conference as well, um, they've then got a, a divisional series uh, which will be a best of five, uh, and then the winners then go on to the the league championship which will be a best of seven, and then the World Series itself will be you know, a, a game best of seven again. Now, one, another thing that's different this year is the teams are going to be put into separate bubbles, so you you have one group of teams, so there's four teams heading to San Diego. Uh, there's four teams heading to Los Angeles, uh, another four to Arlington, another four to Houston. Uh, once those, uh, after the league um, or league division games are done, um, the teams in the American League will head to San Diego and then the National League, league will head to Arlington. Uh, and then the World Series itself will stay in Arlington. Um, and we're looking at being done around the 28th um, of uh, October, um, which will yep. be the final game of the World Series. What are your thoughts on the on this new playoff format? The format's okay. Uh, the the thing I don't like are the teams that um, won their uh, league. Basically, uh, the Dodgers being in the National League have the best. Well, they have the best record in baseball, but the fact that they have the best record in the National League in Tampa Bay at the moment has the best record in the American League. Uh, my feeling is they, should, they shouldn't have had to play that three-game series. And the reason I say that is because a three-game series, anybody can beat anybody. I mean, if, if you get, you know, you win that first game, you're the underdog. Uh, that really puts 
really puts the champs under fire. And I just think that they should have had, uh, they deserved a chance to skip that and go right to a five game series. Um, that's my biggest complaint about it. Um, other than that, I think, I think it's all right. Uh, I find it interesting. They're sending all the national league to American league fields and, the American League to the National League fields, but I guess that eliminates any kind of home field advantage. Um, but yeah, it's all right. Other than that, yeah, I mean, we've seen a lot of a lot of leagues do something different this year. Um, the NHL went to Canada. Uh, they had play-in games, and they had a very complex playoff um, experience. Uh, the NBA um, did a playoff game in the Western Conference because the the bottom two teams were within four games of each other. Uh, in the Eastern Conference, they didn't have that because Washington were well out of it. Um, so we have seen different leagues um, kind of change their playoff format to go with kind of what today's kind of climate is. Um, but I think baseball, I've always thought it would be nice to have more teams in the playoffs. Uh, and I think they, they've tried to strike a balance I think you are right, though. I think the whole point of winning your league would be that you get to skip out on the kind of wild card series because they've still called it a wild card series, but it's really not a wild card because, like you say, the top couple of seeds are in there. Um, yeah, I think it would have been best to take them out as well, um, let them kind of take a break, take a breather, uh, and then go at it. Um, are there any at, at the moment, as it stands at the moment, are there any teams? in the playoffs that you're surprised at? I'm a little bit surprised at uh, that Milwaukee it doesn't have anything locked up yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I thought for sure they'd be at least top five. Um, the rest of it, I mean, you've got the Dodgers, and right now the Giants would play the Dodgers, uh, which uh, I don't – not really happy about that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not as it, I mean, you know, we take care of the Giants fine. Yeah. But it's it's a, it's a big rivalry. And again, if the Giants go to L.A. and knock us off in the first round, we got to win two in a row. Uh, that makes it a lot tougher. And and just the fact that it's a rivalry game, I don't care who we play. I just don't want to play the Giants. Yeah. Um, but then you have uh, right now St. Louis would play San Diego. That'd be a good series. That's uh, that's nice. Uh, Cincinnati's playing pretty good ball right now. Yeah. Uh, and they're playing the uh, Braves at the moment and the Cubs in Milwaukee, which would be an interesting series. So I've, I've uh, got this in front of me. The Cubs would play Miami at the moment. Oh, I'm sorry. Miami. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Because uh, Milwaukee's still a game out. They're still a game out. But what shocks me is that, and we because we, we said this right at the beginning, um, that obviously Miami had a lot of COVID issues. At the beginning of the yep. season, they missed a bunch of games that they had to catch up on. Um, and we said, oh, it won't matter anyway, because it's not like Miami are a playoff team. They're, they're pretty much, I mean, they're six at the moment. Um, they are pretty much a, a playoff team. Um, it'd take a lot over the weekend to kind of oust them from that. I mean, they'd have to implode. Um, can- they they play, that, that, that would have to be the big surprise in the National League if they do indeed make it. Yeah, because I, I, I didn't see them making it at all. Uh, I thought it would be, I mean, they, their issue is, or maybe it's not, because the Yankees haven't been playing that well. But on Saturday, they've got the Yankees. 
Um, yes. And I think probably Sunday as well that they have the Yankees. And yep. that that for me is, is maybe something that is a good thing for them because the Yankees have been playing terrible. The Yankees have not been good the last week or so, uh, week or two. So maybe Miami are going to catch the Yankees at the right time, take a couple of wins and, and cement that playoff spot. Yeah, they they very well they they played pretty good baseball. So, yeah, I, I'm pretty happy with that. On on the other side, if we look at the American League, um, we got Tampa um, playing uh, the Blue Jays um, as it stands at the moment. Um, yep. That that's a pretty good series. I think Tampa should probably win that one out. Um, the Yankees and the the White Sox. That'll be a good series. That, that is a. It's got a good series written over. The one that 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 doesn't trouble me, but it is one that I think will probably be actually the series of the wild cards will be the A's and the Astros. Uh, yep. The A's and the Astros have had a bit of back and forth this season um, for <laughs> for obvious reasons. You know, pe- people throwing balls at hitters and stuff. So um, and mouthing off and everything else. And the Astros have had a tough season on and off the field. They've just lost Verlander for the season. Um, they's have had uh, Chapman go out for the season. So both teams have had players go out. Um, Chris Davis isn't back to to what where he was a couple of years ago. He's really struggled Chris to Davis, come back. He, he looked horrible in this last series. Yeah, he, he's, he's not looked great all, all season. He's been in and out of the lineup. Um, so it, it, I think it's actually going to be a really good series. Um, from the perspective as as the A's and the Astros and the A's have played very very well. They they are one of my surprise teams of this season. Even though they're my team, I expected like a if if we were playing the old playoff format um, to be a wild card team. Um, if we we'd been playing the old format, um, but the fact that they've they've beaten the Astros out all season, uh, beaten the Mariners out, uh, beaten the Angels out, yeah, done really well. Um, I th- I think the fact that they I, I think it helped them playing the Dodgers going into this, uh, even though they lost series two games out of the series. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know you're playing um, allegedly the best team in baseball, uh, at least record wise, and and they they played well. I mean they didn't they didn't win the two games, but they they uh, came back and got us in the second game. So. Uh, I think that was I think that was good for them going into the playoffs to play the Dodgers. Yeah, I agree. And we've got the Mariners uh, over the weekend, and um, I think again as well that's probably a good kind of warm up. I have seen um, the the A's kind of run out some guys that you would never see pitching, um, which is has been interesting, especially when you're watching it and you're like. I don't remember ever seeing this guy. I didn't even know he's on the roster. Uh, they had one guy <laughs> last week. Um, I, I actually forget what his name is. I'm going to look it up. But they had one guy last Sunday, um, and he pitched about 100 pitches. Uh, ah, that was his name, Minor. Um, he, he, he pitched about 100 pitches against the Giants, um, and he was he was awful. He, no other way of describing it. He was, he was terrible. Uh, if it wasn't for the A's, already had won the, the Battle of the Bay, um, yeah. then I, I probably wouldn't have been happy about it at all. But the fact was, we'd already won Battle of the Bay, so I'm quite happy with that. Um, the, the Giants went down, and <laughs> Giants are actually a surprise to me that they're even in eighth. I, I didn't think they would be anywhere near the playoffs this year, the way they played. 
Well, they got a they they have a uh, general manager that came from the Dodgers, and they have a manager that came from the Dodgers. What do you expect? <laughs> so is that that kind of Dodger kind of mentality? <laughs> no, and this is all seriousness. That Dodger mentality is has traveled north, um, much like you would see with uh, is it Brian Flores, the the Miami Dolphins head coach. Now, um, he's obviously come from New England, um, and they have a, a winning mentality in New England he's taken that to Miami and, and turned a pretty dismal defense into a pretty decent defense. Well, when the Giants signed Gabe Kapler, everybody in the Bay Area was like, oh, my, what are you doing? Because he really uh, – Gabe failed in, in Philly. Mm-hmm. But what people didn't realize is that Gabe Kaplan was in charge of our uh, player development in the Dodgers minor league system, which is arguably one of the top three minor league systems in baseball – and and turn the Dodgers around, and Philly didn't work out for Kaplan because they they wanted to get stars to come in and win immediately, and he just doesn't fit that mold. And then you get uh, for Hard, uh, who took over as the uh, GM with the same thinking, and so they're building from from the ground up and trying to uh, do it the unconventional way, and that's exactly what he did in L.A. And now you're going to start seeing a lot of these uh, kids come up from the minor league systems in the next couple of years. And there's nobody better than Gabe Kaplan to do that. So so the Oakland uh, Bay Bridge um, Battle of the Bay um, is going to be hotly contested over the next couple of years then, I guess. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, talking about the Giants then, they have the, the Padres this weekend. Uh, the Padres have been yep. particularly good this season. Um, yep. I, I probably see this as the, the Giants actually not making the playoffs because I think the Padres will will see to that, um, which will push one of those other teams like the Brewers um, back into a playoff spot. Um, as they, I agree. They, they will probably win. So, um, But your Dodgers have the Angels this weekend. Yeah, we're not playing for anything now. Well, that's what I was thinking, especially with that number one seed really not meaning much. I mean, the only thing that the Dodgers have, and they've already won it already, is technically, although it's not going to be in reality, they would have home field advantage all the way to the World Series. Yeah, and they get to play the first round, obviously, yeah. in L.A. Uh, I, I think you, I mean, you've already started to see it. Um, Dave Roberts, the manager of the, of the Dodgers, he's been throwing a lot of bullpen games. Uh, especially, well, the A's game, the second game, we, we threw a bullpen game, and Joe Kelly gave up three runs in the first inning. But he's he's giving his the starters a rest. Uh, Bueller, our number two starter, was out, so he he's back now. He pitched a great game last night. Um, so you know he's doing it the right way. It, it's, if we lose it, we lose it. But let's find out who's going to be on this roster. Yeah, um, another another team that um, is kind of on the fringes uh, of, of making the the playoffs. Um, I had them just in front of me just now. Um, is it's always funny when you lose the notes that you had before. Um, <laughs> so, so another team that's that is kind of on the fringes. They, they're kind of in the playoffs at the at the moment. Uh, is the Reds? Um, yeah, they they've had a pretty up and down season. Um, they've had a couple of issues uh, with COVID as well, as a number of teams have. In all fairness, um, they they're if if they were to to play just now it'd be against the twins um you would have to say that the twins are probably in a best of three 
uh, going to kind of be the stronger of the, the two sides there. Um, do you think the Twins taking it to Minnesota will, will be, uh, be quite a, a bit of a walk for them? I think that uh, I think Minnesota is going to be tough in Minnesota. Um, they have, let's see, let me pull this up here. Lost it. See, I hate when that happens. We're <laughs> trying to look for something. Did you say since you meant Cleveland? Oh, Cleveland. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, Cleveland. Um, Cleveland's played pretty well of late. Uh, Cleveland. Cleveland could upset them. Yeah. Well, they've won the last but, uh, five I, games. Yeah, and I. But I think the home field advantage, especially when it's in Minnesota, I mean that's that's a good field for uh, the Twins. They're built for that field. Um, but it could go either way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. So we're gonna have to play a bit of kind of guess what's gonna happen next. So I would I would imagine that the Dodgers, and I'm I'm gonna clear them all the way through to the World Series, uh, because I think they have been by far, uh, by a country mile, the best team in baseball all season. And I'm not saying that because you're on the show. Um, I, I think it's it's pretty clear that they they've kind of taken the the league. They've not had. I mean, you've seen a lot of players go out with injuries, uh, opt outs, and um, yeah, the, the the Dodgers have just been there the whole time. Mookie Betts has been absolutely outstanding. Uh, the yep. Dodgers, um, and I don't know if you noticed earlier, we we posted um, on our social media earlier that uh, Aaron Judge has lost his title as the most purchased jersey. <laughs> uh, but he, he's held for, yep. he's held it for the last three years. Uh, Mookie Betts has, has taken that, that title from him. Uh, Mookie Betts' jersey is now the top-selling jersey uh, in the whole of the, the Major League Baseball. Um, so <laughs> with all that going on, certainly the tide would be going with the Dodgers. And after what happened against the Astros, you know, is this is this a bit more? I mean, the Dodgers have won all the games. There's no doubt about that. But is this just? A, well, we're, have they shown a bit more focus because of what happened with the Astros? No, I don't think so. I think we're just like we're we're a deeper team this year, mm-hmm. um, and we've got uh, got kind of a couple of odd things going on. I mean, Corey Seager hasn't hasn't been healthy in the last three years, and he's he's a great player. And this year he's healthy, and he is ripping the ball. I mean, he's in – he has to be uh, in the MVP discussion, although I think Freddie Freeman's going to get it. Um, but he's just, he's just killing it. So you got – you know – but then you have Bellinger, who was MVP last year, and he can't seem to hit the ball anywhere. He's, he's done a little bit better the last couple of games. So it's been kind of weird, but – we have a lot of speed. We have a really, really good defense. Um, it's just all around. I mean, if, if somebody goes down, you know, you got Kike Hernandez comes in and and he does it. We got so many guys that can virtually play anywhere. We played Mookie Betts at second base. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't played second base. He came up as a second baseman. Yeah, but he he hasn't played second base in the major leagues at all. So we played Mookie Betts, and Dave's Dave's been moving people around, and just to find out what's you know where we can move people in the playoffs. It's, it's been kind of fun to watch. Um, so Mookie Betts came from Boston. Um, there was yep. a lot of contention with the Boston fans. Uh, they didn't want to see him go, but Boston obviously not. didn't want to pay him. Uh, so as is with life, 
you know, if someone's going to get paid somewhere else, they're going to move on. Um, and he did move on to the Dodgers in a, in a trade initially uh, before the Dodgers kind of gave him a, a big contract. Um, I would imagine he wouldn't have moved if he didn't know that there was going to be a big contract on the table after that that initial trade. Um, Boston have been terrible this year. Um, yep. Absolutely terrible. You can't put it all down to Mookie Betts leaving, though, can you? No, I don't think so. I I, I think it was a downer. I think they lost a couple of players. I I think I think their front office is in a bit of disarray, and I think it's showing on the players. Yeah, I, I would go with that. I think they've not really looked like the the Red Sox of old, where you know they just kind of roll up their sleeves and and get to work. Um, if yeah. if something bad happens or something doesn't go their way or an injury or something, they usually just kind of next man next man up mentality for the Red Sox, and it's mm. almost as if they're looking at each other thinking, are you going to be the next man up or am I going to have to do it? Or, uh, uh, they've not looked great. And I think Mookie, Mookie Betts, that's the way he plays too. Yeah. And, he, and yeah, it, it, you've seen that in LA, definitely. Because he didn't, when he came in, he didn't come as, right, I'm the guy, everyone here I nope. am. He, he came in, hi, I'm Mookie Betts. I'm your teammate. I'm here for you, whatever you need kind of thing. So he, he came in with a really good attitude. He's really a classic guy. You watch him; he it's almost like he always takes two strikes every at bat, and it doesn't matter if the ball's out. You see players, you know, when the ball's off the plate by an inch, and they get all hot and bothered and everything. Mookie doesn't do anything; he just gets up there and gets ready to swing at the next pitch. Yeah, the guys, the guys always smiling. He's always working hard. He's he takes he's a he's a brilliant base runner. Um, so yeah, I mean that was worth every every bit of that three hundred and sixty five million bucks that he got. Yeah, big big contract. So the biggest question then of the postseason is who is going to? Well, first of all, we, I think I've already said that the Dodgers are going to make the World Series. Um, I won't tell you who on the on the the American League I'll say, but who do you think on the American League side will make the the World Series? I honestly think the A's have a really good shot at it. Um, I don't think uh, Tampa Bay's good. Uh, I don't think they're that much better, uh, if they are better, than the A's. I'll tell you the team to watch out for, in my opinion. Watch out for the White Sox. Yeah. They, they've been super, like, quiet, but quietly good. Like, they've just kind of went about business, kept themselves to themselves, heads down, working hard, uh, picking up wins here, there, and everywhere. Uh, they, yeah, I, I would agree. I think when you watch highlight shows and stuff, uh, they, they don't show the White Sox for very long because they don't do anything special. They just do everything right and in and, and the right way. So, um, no, I, I, I'd go with the White Sox. I mean, they've, they've, they have lost their last five games, but they're, they're 34 and 23. They're pretty much cemented into the, to the playoffs, regardless of what happens uh, this weekend. Um, I think uh, I think part of that is they they've got that super hot young rookie. I can't I can't remember his name now, um, but he's uh, I think he slumped for a few games mm-hmm. here toward the end. I think that's that's hurt him a little bit. But I think they'll I think they'll be there. They've got pitching. If they and the Yankees at this moment would have to go into Chicago, uh, Chicago can knock the Yankees off. Yeah, um, I, I think you're right. I think that would. Definitely go that way. Um, Chicago are playing. Oh, Chicago are playing Chicago this week. So the Cubs uh, and the White Sox uh, are, are playing yeah. each other. 
Um, I was just trying to have a look for that rookie actually, because um, yeah, whenever they show highlights of the Red Sox, they're they're, they're showing this young rookie um, whose name eludes me as well. Um, but he's been pretty special for them. Um, so can you win a can you win a World Series though on on one good pitch? No, 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 no. I'm a, but they they put a, they they're kind of doing. Uh, a little bit what the Giants are doing, and they've got a they've got a lot of young guys, and uh, they just kind of put it together. They just kind of, you know, they melded. Yeah, no, I agree. I think they they've just like I said before they they've just kind of quietly gone about their business, not bothered anyone. Um, they've obviously they they've stayed COVID free, which um, for teams nowadays is is probably a big part of keeping your season alive. Um, yeah. unless you're Miami and you suddenly manage to make it into the playoffs anyway. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, I totally agree um, on how they've, how they've done. Um, still can't find the, the name of that rookie for the, uh, for the White Sox. But um, so you've said he's Robert. His name is Robert. Um, he's, uh, he's only hitting 220 at the moment. Lewis Robert. Lewis Robert, uh, that, that does 30, ring a bell. Um, 30 RBIs. I think he went down for a little bit, mm-hmm. um, but he's uh, he, he's a good player. Yeah. Um, I've, I've seen him a number of times because uh, Chicago have had a couple of early games, so I've managed to catch them uh, at night. Uh, so, yeah, he's pretty pretty special. Um, now, you, you did say that you kind of thought the A's – would, would make it to that World Series. Um, I have to tell you, I have already been down to the bookies. Uh, when I see down to the bookies, uh, <laughs> I, I do mean online because uh, you can't go to the bookies just now. Um, and I already have an A's Dodgers World Series. Uh, the money. Well, what's, the, what's the odds on that? Um, I, <laughs> you know what? They probably weren't actually that good. I, I think I got. If I can find it again, um, I think I got something around the, the region of eighteen to one. Eighteen to one, yeah, well, that's pretty good. So this is not too bad. Um, I was hoping for better because, especially with the A's being the third seed uh, as it stands at the moment, when I put it on. Um, but even even Tampa uh, Dodgers, I think, was like nine or ten to one, something like that. So um it's probably a decent price for that one as well. Uh, but the Dodgers are, are heavily favorite um with Vegas uh, if you if you go down the Vegas bookies um to, to win this. Uh, I think yep. just with the way that they as we've said before, the way that they've went about their season, uh, they've stayed COVID free so they've not had interruptions uh like many of the other teams have had. Um, but j- just talking about how COVID has affected the Major League, um, I was exceptionally critical of Major League Baseball when we spoke previously, um, thinking that, you know, you look at the NBA, you look at, at the NHL, the WNBA, they all went into bubbles and not one of them has had a positive COVID test. And the other night, uh, the WNBA had some inconclusive test results uh, that turned out to be negative. But other than that, no games have been postponed due to COVID, uh, with the exception of Major League Baseball. Yeah, and, it, and it's just, it's a couple of teams. Uh, Miami, of course, are in Florida. And Florida was was uh, breaking out like crazy. Um, and, you know, you get a couple guys that go out, you know, and it's... Uh, Everybody else, the Dodgers were very, very stringent 
on how they were handling that. Um, in fact, who was it? Three managers got fined, what, $100,000? Because they took the uh, took their masks off. Um, so they, they've been, uh, I, I think they've done okay. I, you know, they're getting tested when they go in. And yeah. So I, I think they've done we, We've seen that in the NFL as well. In week two uh, of the NFL, there was four head coaches all fined um, $100,000 um, because they weren't wearing their masks throughout the game. Um, oh, it was the NFL. I'm sorry. It was the NFL. It wasn't baseball. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So they, they, they all got fined. Sean Payton, um, John Gruden. Uh, yeah. There was a couple that, that all kind of got hammered. And I think a lot of it is they're obviously not used to wearing a face mask. And so what they do is when they're trying to talk into their headsets and their microphones, they pull it down because the guy on the other end clearly can't hear them because it's a bit muffled yeah. from the, the face mask and I think they're yeah. just forgetting to pull it back up um, and, and I think because they're they're in the heat of the game the last thing they're looking or thinking about is a face mask um, because they're in the heat of a game and, and everything else but it's probably right that they find them and then people do start thinking more about it well I if it's John Gruden I think he's the guy that says to heck with it I'm going to do what I want to do no no um, he, he came out and actually um because, I know what he said. Because his game was on the, the Monday night. Uh, yeah. And he had said, and just after the game, oh, yeah, totally forgot. Um, yeah. But I've had COVID, so I am actually quite sensitive about it. And I probably, I, I know I should be wearing my mask and stuff. Um, so he, he did say that he'd had COVID. And I think that was the first time he'd acknowledged that he'd had COVID-19. Um, so I'm not, I'm not entirely sure if that's, true or not i mean you take it at face value um, yeah so I, I will take it at that I'm, i've never been a big john gruden fan but um the last i'll thing, take that with a grain of salt yeah the, the, but and at the same time the last thing you're kind of hoping is well he's had it he's recovered yeah and yeah, yeah he, he should know better and he, he did kind of say that um the the other night as well so i'll give him the the benefit of the doubt um, so if it does end up being the Dodgers A's or the Dodgers in Tampa, uh, who wins that World Series? Tampa's got some really good pitching. Um, I, I think that's where Tampa would, would come into play more than anything else. Uh, the Dodgers have great pitching, too. I mean, we've got the second-best bullpen, uh, second only to the A's as far as ERA goes. Um I, I still think we're head and shoulders above Tampa Bay. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, like I said before, I mean, the, the bookies pretty much have, and Vegas have, um, the Dodgers winning the, the World Series. They are the favorites going in. They had the best uh, record in, in baseball, as we've said. So, yeah, um, Dodgers, Dodgers winning that. Um, are there any other games this weekend, though, that you think could make a difference uh, to any of those kind of fringe teams? Oh yeah, San Diego. San Diego. Um, yeah, they they are up against. I think I've said this before. The Giants. The Giants. So yeah, um, I, I I see that as being a double win for for the Padres. Uh, I do too. And, and the Giants dropping out, and Dodgers could be playing someone completely different. Doesn't break my heart. <laughs> Five money that. <laughs> 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 Probably what's funnier is. 
you're a Dodgers fan. I'm an A's fan. So the Giants fans have got absolutely no hope in this podcast. There's no hope on this one. <laughs> nope, none at all. Uh, so. You know, another uh, another series to watch this weekend are the Brewers and the Cardinals. Uh, that's somewhat of a, a little bit of a rivalry. It's not like the Cubs and the Cardinals, but they uh, uh, that's going to be a good series. And it's it's the Brewers are on the line. Well, Cardinals are on the line, too. Yeah, they're both on the line, yeah. Uh, except the Cardinals are in the they, – they're a second-place team, though, right? Yeah, they're, they're uh, second place right now. Yeah, so they're – So they're, they're – so, yeah, so we'll see what we'll see what that series goes. And I think that one – let's see, Rockies, D-backs, that doesn't mean anything. Um, <clears throat> Tampa Bay and Phillies. Phillies just a game out, game and a half out. Um, but, yeah, I, I think the San Diego – that's the one that's going to have the most – uh, dramatic effect. Uh, that and the Cardinals. I, I think those are the two series to watch. Yeah, I, I think they, they're probably right. And uh, I think there's a lot of baseball to be played over this weekend. Um, I, I think there's there's obviously a lot of teams that don't have much to play for, um, like your Dodgers. But there are a lot of playoff spots up for grabs. Uh, and these seedings that we've talked about just now uh, could totally change uh, by Monday. Uh, the playoffs begin uh, on September 29th uh, with those wild card series. Um, so September yeah. 29th uh, for the American League, American League. Uh, and September 30th for the National League. So um, yeah. I think the, the American League are pretty much a day before um, each series uh, compared to the National League. So um, lots of playoffs, lots of games. Uh, I was looking at my... Uh, uh, my, I've got BT Sport over here, um, who show all the the kind of baseball games on BT ESPN, um, and yeah, they've just got wall to wall baseball uh, for the next week or so. Um, Excellent, which is, is good. Not not going to complain about that. Um, maybe the timings might be a bit off, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I'll have to to live with that one. Um, right then, so what we'll do then is uh, teams. Oh yeah, teams got to stay healthy too, though. Remember, yeah. I mean, wait, like the Dodgers have Justin Turner, and he's he's got that hamstring thing going on. He's playing about half speed. He's playing, yeah. But you know, one pull, you've you've lost a main cog. And Bueller just came back from uh, the blister, and he was off for a blister, and he just came back to pitch against the A's last night, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, and pitched very well, but he was looking at his finger. So, yeah. you know, anything like that, that, that could change the dichotomy of, of everybody. That's it. Um, and talking about injuries, when we come back from the break, that is something that we are going to be talking about. Um, a lot of uh, issues in the National Football League over the weekend yep. in terms of injuries. So we'll be back in just one minute. Okay, so we're back with Joe. Um, so we'll quickly just have a quick chat around the, the beard against the moustache. Uh, so we had the Dolphins uh, taking on the Jags last night. Uh, Minshew has this weird kind of evil moustache. And um, Fitzmagic just looks like, well, almost like a homeless guy um, with, yeah. with the beard that he has. Um, however, um, he didn't play like a homeless man. Um, he... Fitzmagic was was magical last night, and, and he really found some form. He is the oldest player on that team. He's thirty seven years old. Um, the next youngest or the next oldest player is twenty nine. He is the only thirty uh, over thirty player uh, on the Miami team, 
Uh, and that Miami team do seem to, although they've, they've got two losses, um, they were against two kind of tough teams uh, and they were, they were kind of close losses. Um, but they've, they've seemed to have found a rhythm with Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick does that. He's been doing that for years. He'll, he'll get picked up by somebody else. Somebody cuts him, they pick him up, and he sparks him up, and he's, he's a good quarterback. Um, he just, uh, I don't know. Well, he, he threw last night, uh, or he threw the other night. I, I did, to be honest with you, I didn't watch the game, yeah. so I'm, I'm not as uh, honored as you are on that game. Yeah, so he, he, threw, eight, he threw 20 times, uh, completed on 18 for 160 yards. Uh, and two touchdowns. Didn't show, throw any interceptions whatsoever. Um, one thing I noticed last week about Jacksonville is that towards the end of the game, Gardner Minshew started to really flounder. Um, and he, he threw an interception and he got sacked. Um, whereas this week, he, he really actually didn't start the game that well. I mean, Miami uh, were 14 up in the first quarter. Um, and, and then there were just kind of steady points um, seven in the second, seven in the third, uh, three uh, field goal uh, at the end just to kind of cap it off. It just looked like a very easy win, whereas actually Jacksonville in their, their first two games really looked like they were kind of a team. They, they came out that week one. Everyone written them off week one. They came out yep. and, and, you know, they surprised a lot of people. Uh, they did. With that week one win. But, yeah, I, I think they've kind of regressed. I think um, Trubisky's kind of regressed. He had a great week one. Um, lucky to win week two. Um, but now let's let's not get too carried away on Jacksonville though. Didn't they play the Colts week one? They did. Um, and the Colts the Colts look horrible. So I, I, I thought they looked terrible week one. Uh, week two, though, I, I think that they looked terrible last week too. I see. I, th- I thought they looked okay. I thought they looked like they had been working a lot more in practice. Um, on making those plays. Um, and, and I thought Rivers, you know, he's played in one system for quite a while. So moving to a new system, um, I, I thought he, he did quite well week two. Um, want to get your thoughts, though, on Cam Newton. Um, obviously, he's went to the Patriots. Um, they, they lost to Russell Wilson, which is, you know, uh, I think most quarterbacks lose to, to Russell Wilson at some point. Uh, but he went to New England and everyone said he will not fit in with a Bill Belichick um, system. However, oh, I never thought that for a second. But, I thought Bill Belichick was the best thing for Cam Newton. But what Bill Belichick has done is he has ripped up his system and basically, right, Cam, what's your system? How, how can we get you the ball? How can we get you those runs that, that score touchdowns? Yeah, we'll get your passing lanes, but it very much is like Bill Belichick has said, you know what? This guy is his own guy. He is not anywhere near um, Tom Brady in terms of how they play the game. Um, but he, he, they just seem to have found a system. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And that's why that's why I think Belichick was the best, best guy for him. Belichick's not locked into his system. If he needs to change, he'll change. Uh, it, but it's it's – his leadership. I mean, Belichick's a leader and he goes, uh, I mean, let's face it. Cam's a very talented guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, when he came up, he, you know, he got, he, I think he got a little full of himself. Uh, he's always been confident, but he kind of went over the top for a long time. Yeah. 
and uh, in Carolina and thought he owned the whole place. And all of a sudden he's, you know, he's not, he can't perform, uh, but he could have been Belichick was the best place for him to go. I'm not sure he would have succeeded anyplace else. Yeah. I think his first couple of weeks have been really good, really strong. And the way Belichick talks about him, I've never hear, heard Belichick talk about a player the way he talks about Cam. He says, Cam's come in. He's the hardest worker. He's the, the guy that, that players are going to for help and asking questions. And um, he's really open to guys coming up and talking to him. And, and nor, never really heard Belichick talk about, or never made a quarterback, but anyone in, in that way before. Is that just a different tact from Belichick? He's just trying to piss off Brady. <laughs> yeah, that divorce probably didn't go down too well uh, in New England. Um, no, I, I think I I, th- I just think that's Belichick. He's 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 uh, he really is a genius. He's a football genius, and you know, he's he's going to do what he has to do to win. I mean, when you think about it, I mean, look at all the championships he he won. Tell me the great wide receivers they had. Any of them? Yeah. None. Tell me the great running backs they had. None. <laughs> I mean, you, I mean, you had some breakout guys, yeah. and they had Randy Moss for a minute. Uh, but but they made they made their receivers. They made the West West Welkers. They made the uh, Amadolas. They made uh, what's this? Edelman, yeah. especially Edelman. Yeah. Um, and that and that's what Bill checked us. Yeah. No, he's he's done particularly well. Uh, we'll we'll move along to your 49ers. Uh, so the 49ers played last weekend at MetLife Stadium. And uh, on the back of that game, pretty much the, their whole starting lineup um, was, was decimated with injuries on that field. They then yep. have spent the week in Virginia uh, resort getting themselves back together before they fly back to New York uh, and MetLife Stadium to take on the Giants. Um, are you concerned this weekend? Um, not about even yeah. getting a win or a loss, but about coming away with some players that can actually play football the week after. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not totally blaming it on the field because I don't know. I mean, you, you don't know. But when you saw the injuries and the way they happened and the way their 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 feet were sticking, um, you know that that's something that happens on dirt generally. Yeah, with uh, longer cleats and things like that, where they get folded back like that. And they were just and Solomon Thomas and, and both were basically the same, and and then you have two running backs go down, and and they're they're out with what's he what's Mostert out? He's out with a knee, and uh, Coleman's out with a knee. Yeah, that that I, I'm telling you that was the turf. Yeah, and so I don't know. I mean, the Jets have people go down too. Yeah, the Jets um, injury list is, is substantial. Uh, it's actually substantially bigger than the 49ers um, in terms of just the amount of numbers, but obviously that includes guys that were injured before last weekend's games as well. Um, George Kittle isn't going to play this weekend. Um, he, he can play, but uh, but uh, he's not going to play. Nah, he's, 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 had, he's listed as having limited practice time anyway uh, this week uh, during the week, so I would imagine they probably want to keep them fit for the week after when they're not playing on a, a sticky pitch. Um, do you think that the, the 49ers actually did really well um, after Jimmy G left the game um, and, and all of those players left the game? And I, and I know it was only the Jets, um, but do you, do you see a, a second win in New York? 
Uh, yeah, I do. Um, I don't think the Giants, I, I still think we're a better team. Uh, we're much deeper than we used to be. Niners really got deep this year. But still, uh, you lost. we've lost a whole defensive line, essentially. Uh, when you lose somebody like Nick Bosa and you lose Solomon Thomas, uh, those are two number one draft picks. Uh, and now you're playing with a backup quarterback. And from what I understand here in the Bay Area, that Jimmy could play if if they needed him to play, but he's not going to play him on that turf. So um, we'll be back to Nick and we'll see what he does. I, I, Nick played really well for us when Jimmy was down with his um, Achilles. Yeah. I mean, so. there, there was a few quarterbacks at the weekend uh, that, um, after injuries. I mean, obviously it was a freak one for the chargers, um, but there was a, there was a few injuries and a few quarterbacks came in uh, and put on a show. Um, the, the Chargers quarterback, um, Herbert in particular, got three minutes notice to say that, yeah, by the way, you're playing this game um, after the doctor took out the lung <laughs> uh, of the yeah. quarterback. Um, so, yeah, uh, there was some really good kind of quarterbacking uh, over the weekend that was of a surprise. Uh, the Denver Broncos as well, they had the same. Um, Locke went down, injured. Um, their, their backup came in. Uh, Driscoll uh, and and did a did a good job. Um, neither of those teams won, but they, the quarterbacks certainly made it look do, uh, a lot of a tough do, game. Do the Broncos do the Broncos still have a football team? The Broncos still do have a football team. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Only just, but yeah. Um, yeah. Why not play that one for Katie, please? Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, one one good thing. Uh, watch out uh, in the Niner game. Uh, watch for Jerry McKinnon. Uh, I think I think this might be a breakout game for him since uh, Coleman and and Mostert are out. Yeah. And let's not forget he's he's named the Jet for a reason, and he's uh, he's a good receiver out of the backfield. Uh, we paid a lot of money for him to get him from Minnesota, so he hasn't had a chance to play. He's been hurt ever since he's been here. Yeah. But now he's now he's healthy. So watch out from Kinnan. I, I think he might be key. Yeah, I think. It, it... Somebody has to step up, and you have to have that next man mentality, like we spoke about earlier, and we were talking baseball. So, um, and yeah, hopefully you can jet off to some big yardage this weekend. Yep. Uh, so we'll quickly uh, move it along to the NBA in the conference finals just now. Um, talk about the Nuggets first of all. Uh, so the Nuggets have been through it all in this uh, postseason. Uh, they've come back from three-one down twice. They're currently 3-1 down to the Lakers. Are they going to pull off no. another one? No. No? You, you think the no. Lakers get that wrapped up? Yep. Okay. Uh, and on the on the flip side of that, uh, the Miami-Boston series, uh, tonight, um, Boston-Miami, a, a game that if, if the Heat win it, they, they move on to the finals and, and wait for whoever wins the West. Um, I don't I don't know who's going to win the game tonight. I, if I were putting money on it, I'd say the Celtics will win tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think Miami's going to win the series. And the reason I say no on uh, on Denver, because they, they rely out, even though they have the Joker, uh, Davis can, you know, that evens things out yeah. with, with Anthony Davis. But the one thing that they did last night in the last four minutes, because Murray was starting to run wild, and what did they do? LeBron went to the coach and said, hey, put me on him. And that was it. 
Yeah, Murray was done. He he didn't score anything except for free throws after that. Yeah, uh, Murray has been immense over this uh, postseason, uh, posting a couple of fifty game, uh, fifty point games. So yeah, he he can if he goes, he starts to to get hot. Uh, he really does nail them in, um, and you do need someone like LeBron, and LeBron's probably like twice the size he is anyway. Um, yeah. So yeah, he, he, he's going to shut them down quite quickly. It's a good uh, defensive player too. Yeah. Um, so uh, finals wise, so you're you're saying LA Miami finals, which would be quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. You'd have. Jimmy Butler going up against LeBron James. LeBron James going up against his old coach, Eric Spoltra. Um, who would you see winning the, the championship on the back of that one? Lakers. You think the Lakers? See, I, I'm, I'm on the other side. I'm going Miami. Uh, Excellent. I, 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 think, I think Jimmy Butler has finally found a team that plays with the intensity that he has. He's got a lot of young guys who look up to him. And when he went to Minnesota, he had a lot of young guys there, but they were like, sorry, who are you? <laughs> um, yeah. they, they, they didn't really care who he was or what he had done or who he'd played with before. They were just like, no, mate, this is our team. We're quite relaxed here in Minnesota. Do you know, just cool your jets. And that obviously didn't sit well with Jimmy Butler. So he moved on to Philadelphia. Um, I thought he would settle there quite well, but obviously the Philadelphia had a choice between him and Tobias Harris. Um, they chose wrong. <laughs> um, they took Tobias Harris, gave him the big contract. Um, that obviously backfired. And then um, he has ended up in Miami with a very hot-headed GM, president of basketball, um, and Pat Riley, um, who's basically said to him, by the looks of it, this is your team. You run it. They're your guys. And he's, he seems to have galvanized that team and, and injected them with the same kind of enthusiasm and intensity that he has. Well, he's done a couple nice things. I, you know, one of the uh, unheralded things he did, uh, which I thought was very smart, is he brought Andre Iguodala in. Yeah. And even though, uh, even though Andre's, you know, not even a sixth man now, I don't think, no. maybe a seventh man, but. He, uh, Andre's, he's got the experience. And after watching him with the Warriors for five years, I mean, when he comes in the game, there's just something about Andre that just changes things. I mean, it just changes. I don't know what it is. I mean, it's smart guy, but, uh, that's a key. I think the bench is stronger for Miami. Uh, but who's going to stop Anthony Davis? That's true. Um, but, I like Bam Adebayo. I think he he's a big guy, strong, young. And Jimmy Butler seems to be able to push him to do better. It's same with Hero as well. Two young guys that, that just, they it's like they almost fall on every word that Jimmy says and, and treat it as gospel and, and go out and do it for him. I think another guy that really helps Miami is Crowder. Yeah. I think I, I've always liked him. Well, when he was in Utah, he he was awesome. Um, We kind of dropped quite a few players that season that we, that Crowder left. And and he was one of the ones I was kind of sad to see go. Um, He he was definitely a crowd pleaser, (laughs) being his name Crowder. But um, he was definitely (laughs) a a popular player that we had. And it was just because he, he as well is quite an intense player. And, and, you know, he wears his heart in his sleeves. So, um, 
yeah, definitely a, a good team, Miami. I, I'm hoping for them. I'm pulling for them. Um, so we'll we'll get you out on this one then. Um, so we've seen a lot of um, uh, social justice kind of uh, things happening around the different leagues. Um, we've had the WNBA um, with with lots of kind of signs and names on backs, and the NBA kind of have done the same. Uh, we've had a lot of kneeling um, in the NFL um, and a lot of kind of um, togetherness, kind of um, standing together two teams, um, baseball boycotted games um, when uh, the whole Milwaukee thing happened. Um, have have the leagues handled the, the social justice issues quite well, or, or is there more that they can do? No, I think there's always more that you can do, but I think the fact that they just allowed that stuff to happen is awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's something that wouldn't have happened a year ago. <laughs> You're and- right, especially not in the NFL. Especially not in the NFL uh, or baseball. I mean, baseball is not, you know, they've been they've been pretty uh, conservative with things like that. Basketball, you know, kind of makes sense. But the uh, yeah, NFL, I mean, after all the hoopla with Trump and Jerry Jones and all those guys is it's I think it's amazing that they that Roger Goodell, who I am not a fan of, but I got to give him kudos for this one. Yeah, he came out and he said he'd made a mistake. Uh, or he said they had all kind of made a mistake, uh, as in the league, uh, had made a mistake in not listening uh, to guys like Colin Kaepernick. Um, probably gives Colin Kaepernick's lawsuit probably more credence now because now he can probably say, well, you cost me my job for the last four or five years. Um, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> probably get a bit of a payout on that. Um, I'm sure he'd rather be playing, but uh, he's probably not going to get picked up by a team uh, unless – um, the gym, yeah. unless you know people keep playing at MetLife um, and, and losing quarterbacks, uh, <laughs> he might he might find himself on a team all of a sudden. Um, but yeah, I think the social justice movements uh, around the leagues uh, have been quite um, dominant, um, and they it's have about time. They have been a lot more. I think, in particular, the WNBA uh, has done really well. They actually have players that have opted out of playing in the bubble so that they could be out. Uh, Maya Moore, she's one, um, like a, an MVP caliber player, not playing because she would rather be dealing with social justice issues um, outside um, of playing basketball. Right. And I, I think that right. that says a lot. Um, and I, I just think that they've really kind of handled it really well. And they got a lot of stick for it from obviously conservative ends but um certainly the the atlanta dream owner um who owns 51 percent, she wasn't too happy but um but yeah i, I think the the wnba have, have handled that really well um i've actually watched a lot more wnba than i probably ever have not just because of that but just because of the times games are on and stuff um and, and their league looks really good and really strong um and they, they still have a lot of good players there um, even though players have opted out and, and doing other things. So uh, pretty much on a par with the NBA, although the NBA didn't lose any players. Um, they, they kind of, everyone kind of went into the bubble unless it was for health reasons. Um, so now I think, I think the leagues for the most part have done pretty well. Um, the boycotts, I think, that happened after Milwaukee was something that leagues probably couldn't do anything about. Um, so they kind of just had to roll with it. Um, but they didn't, 
you would have thought maybe a couple of years ago that the leagues, especially Major League Baseball, would have kicked up a stink um, and fine teams and everything else. But they, they didn't go down that route, um, which is probably a wise move, to be fair. Yeah, no, I, th- I think they've done a great job. I think it's way past time for um, Major League Sports to pay attention to this, even even in Premier League. I mean, I, I think it's uh, I think it's great that the that the players have have forced this and they haven't stopped. I mean, they're still doing it. They're still wearing T-shirts. They're still talking about it. They're yeah. still and so it you know it, it's pretty common, especially in baseball, for something to you know, get started and then all of a sudden it's just forgotten. Yeah, it's just but, forgotten. Yeah, this one, this one's sticking around. Yeah, and I think you're right that um, Premier League uh, in England um, is something that they have straight away that, that you know, the pre- predominantly the Premier League is white players. Um, and yeah. all of the teams uh, and the league itself said, no, this is what we're doing. Um, we we have to make this a thing because the Premier League in England does have a race problem as well. Um, there's no getting away from that. Um, England players themselves uh, of colour have went abroad to play for England for like a national game um, and they've mm-hmm. had monkey chants at them and, and all these kind of things. And there is a rule now that if this happens, um, obviously it's not happening just now because there's no fans, but um, if there is a rule written into the Premier League and I think it's in FIFA now as well whereas if players are being uh, kind of racist taunts at them and chants and everything else the players can walk off the park and, and not face any kind of reprimand good um, and, and the referee can actually stop the game altogether take the two teams away until it stops or the, the fans of, that are doing it are removed yeah there's no place for that that's just ridiculous yeah Excellent. Well, thanks so much for joining me, Joe, for another show. Uh, it's been good to have you on. Um, hey, I think thanks. We'll have to have you on a bit sooner next time. Um, no worries. Especially with baseball coming along. Well, maybe we can talk again in, uh, before the World Series, maybe, or playoffs. Yes, we'll definitely get in there uh, before the World Series. Uh, so thanks so much again for joining us. Thanks, Joe. James. Thanks for having me. Thanks, man. Cheers. Huge thank you to Joe for coming on the show uh, again for the second time. I hope you guys found that really interesting. Uh, I think his insight into baseball is second to none. Uh, definitely knows his stuff. Um, looking forward to having him on again a, a lot sooner than we'd have, uh, especially with the World Series not too far away uh, into October. Uh, so hopefully I have him on before then. Uh, if you want to get in touch um, with the show, please do so. Um Facebook, we're on there, Across the Pond Sports Pod. Um, you can get updates on live shows. Uh, you can get updates on in the sporting world. Um, anything that kind of goes on, uh, I'll kind of pop up a story on there as well. Um, ATP, uh, sorry, at ATP Sports Pod on Twitter as well. Uh, yeah, same thing. Just getting a lot of content up there as much as we can. Uh, it's, it's great to see some interaction going on there as well, uh, especially with the NFL stuff just now. So um, we've got the Fantasy League, obviously. I'm 2-0 uh, at the moment, hoping to go 3-0 this weekend. We'll see how that that pans out. And Katie has, has joined the Fantasy League uh, this week. So um, it'll be interesting to see how she uh, copes 
um, with the, the team that uh, was drafted for her. Uh, so we'll see how that plans out. We do have a couple of shows coming next week uh, for sure. Um, so we'll have the week three review and then the week four preview for the NFL. Uh, and then we're going to try and slot in uh, an NBA uh, show in there as well with a bit of WNBA because um, obviously playoffs are going on right now. Um, so there'll be a lot happening. We should have know who the finalists are for the NBA um, and the finals of the WNBA uh, will be ongoing as well. So hopefully catch you all very soon. Enjoy your weekend. Uh, enjoy lots of baseball this weekend, lots of football uh, and some basketball in there as well. So thanks so much for joining us. Sports Social Podcast Network.